welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shout Out as the celebrations continue. I'm Steffi Barnett, he's Andy Shilton, and today we have more crew past and present that we've managed to catch up with. Uh, there's all the usual news, views, music, and of course a lot more. We'll hear in the next hour on Shout Out. Hello everyone, how are we all? Enjoying birthday celebrations in the thunderstorms? Yeah, it's yeah. great. <laughs> so hello Lara, are you back yet? Are you here in Bristol? I am, um, Bristol can rest easy, I am back. Yes. <laughs> Is it nice to be back after being in that there London? I mean, it's always nice to be closer to you, Andy. Oh, you say the <laughs> nicest things. And hello Hans. Yeah. Hello, good evening. Hello. So is it? Is it? I mean, uh, for, for the listeners that, that don't know, we were recording this night before. And I got thunder and lightning going off here. Yes. Um, and can you not hear it across where you are in Bristol? It's, it's uh, yeah. really occasionally. Yes. <laughs> it's incredibly loud here, and I've had a lot of flashes yeah, of light same. coming through. So it's been interesting. Cool. Well, no, really packed. The thunder. Really packed. Um, <laughs> really packed show today. So um, um, I think you did these couple, didn't you, Steph? Do you want to introduce them? Yeah. People will remember Jane because uh, she is the one who's backstage with us for Pride. And, of course, Mitch was a past member of Shoutout. And welcome to Jane Gray McMorrow, who's a trustee at Bristol Pride. Jane, it's great to catch up with you. And I think the last time we were together uh, was at last year's Pride. That's right. Hello. Yeah. Hello, everyone who's listening. Um, congratulations to shout out. Ten years. Well done. Uh, we only picked you to the post by a matter of months, I think. <laughs> Bristol Pride and um, shout out are slightly symbiotic, I think, in their True. development and evolution. So, yeah, well done. Ten years. Mm. Fantastic. Now, you've got something that actually continues to be up in lights, uh, re-shout out, um, and that's that you designed the logo that's still in use. Well, you see, I did design the original logo, um, which is a different typeface than you have right now, actually. Ah, is it? Okay. So, yeah, so the colour... And the kind of general style of it um, is the same, and the emphasis on the I put I changed colour, so it kind of said "shh out out," which was uh, a deliberate kind of way to kind of highlight how people are, you know, mm. feel like they have to stay in the closet, and sometimes how problematic and difficult it can be to come out. And but the emphasis on out out was also about being proud of that and how the, the radio station could showcase um, people's lives, really, and give the community an opportunity to hear about themselves, to uh, hear and be inspired by other people and their journeys, 
and also just to, you know be connected and all the other wonderful things that the uh, show has done over the years. And also indebted to you for um, always helping and being at the forefront of our Pride broadcasts. Oh yeah, Bristol Pride. Yeah, nine, nine years I've uh, been involved in Bristol Pride. It's been an incredible journey. It's been an incredible journey. And like I was saying earlier, there's a sim- kind of symbiotic, symbiotic, sorry, uh, relationship there where I remember Mary asking if whether that you, you guys could broadcast from backstage main stage. And I was a little bit reticent because, you know, it's such a professional area that I pride myself on the work that I've done there. Um, and you know that felt like a great leap but because I'd worked with Mary before and I'd done some filming I'd made a film with Mary um, so I'd worked with her in a professional capacity and I just knew that she would be super respectful and that we could create a way of working together that would enable the station the, the, the radio station to get the most out of it to be able to get those celebrities to start to be on on shout out and how brilliant that was for access for the community not only to be able to look back and you know maybe replay some of the portions um, that were recorded on the day but not everybody can get to Bristol Pride not you know sometimes when it was in some of the more difficult to navigate locations like Castle Park and everything you know there's not always the access and people also can have social anxiety they may not be out so the radio shout out kind of created this extension of bristol pride um and i think it was a beautiful thing and it's it's and i think we had our our 10-year anniversary last year we had our biggest site our biggest crowd of forty thousand people throughout the day and shout out was broadcasting on the bbc and they had their biggest reach and and um i just thought it was it's brilliant it's worked out super well and um yeah it was it was a really good partnership it's been a really good partnership it's been a very respectful partnership and professional and i think that everybody's kind of grown and developed in their own area both within pride and within shout out okay thank you very much you're welcome take care bye-bye Mitch, now you're a long-standing member of Shout Out. Can you remember when you actually joined? I remember coming to one of the first meetings that Mary had with um, Terry, and they were looking for, you know, uh, we're looking for presenters at that time. I remember going to the meeting and, you know, thinking, oh, you know, I'm not technical. I don't know much about radio, but you know, I'd like to be involved in in whatever way. You were right there at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Andy, Andy got involved, and they had Jane as well who you know they all had very good radio voices and mm. Terry had very good radio voice and you know I, w- I was reading the news alongside Terry and 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 doing um, in back in the early days doing the what's on we had a, a like a what's on thing so yep. um, uh, that was that was really good for me to learn those kind of skills around researching oh what's on and what's relevant and mm. 
you know, pick, picking and choosing which ones to kind of report on was was felt like you know felt like he had a bit of power. You know, <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm power hungry. Of course not, Mitch. Edit that bit out. <laughs> oh, no, you can't. It's fine. Um, so yeah, we yeah just you know having a voice on the actual radio that was you know different voice from everybody else as well. So hmm. you know, yeah, it was good. It was really good. Um, to be involved I really I was really pleased that there was actually something for the LGBT plus community mm. in Bristol that you know was outside of all the, the commercial scenes and 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 all, all that seemed not to reach everybody mm. you know so this was a way of reaching everybody which mm. was really important I think can you remember your favorite bit my f- oh, well I had so many I had so many stuff I had um, one of my favourite bits that we did was, um, and this was with Mary and our little comedy crew with Carol, Jane and Neil, we, we wrote a radio play called Paradise Towers. I remember it. <laughs> and that went out, it was about, you know, 1700 episodes, but it went out <laughs> every week. There was a little slot for it. And um, we really enjoyed writing that and I mean I think there's so much leg room for that to extend and expand and everything so it was um it came from an idea I think somebody else had an idea to write a a radio play but uh, yeah around a block of flats that was for LGBT plus people so you know and a talking lift oh the lift yes that was (laughs) that was my favorite character (laughs) yes thanks that was uh yeah that wasn't me (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry (laughs) I did write um, uh, it was that was Jane actually we we did write um, uh, some the best lines were for the lift I think so yeah yeah. the privileges you got at pride events very true very true (laughs) backstage privileges yes you know being you know I think the dog show is probably oh yeah there's uh, a great photograph of you and Ivan with Ivan falling over the big hound oh my goodness <laughs> I remember that yeah we were just trying to talk and it just took him out yeah it did brilliant brilliant oh. Ra- radio moment right there Mitch thank you so much yes it's, it's been, been great pleasure. to catch up with you yeah it's been a pleasure um, uh, being part of the shout out team and may it continue for many more years yes indeed thank you yes. Mitch thanks Steph bye hi we're a Julian Tito and you're listening to Shout, shout out, out Radio. Radio Shout Out LGBT Radio for you the Shout Out Podcast. Shout out. Uh, we'd be trying to catch up with as many of the crew, past and present, as we possibly can. And there's someone who's more fundamental to Shout Out starting than anyone else, and that is the lovely Mary Milton, who uh, was a huge help in getting us on air, uh, as well as all the help she gave us over the years. Here is Terry and Steph catching up with her on BCFM's Saturday Afternoon Show. Four non-blondes, and those of you who remember the fantastic series called Sensate which um, I loved. I think I've watched it three times now. Um, and oh. it's such a brilliant welcome to Mary Milton. <laughs> Hiya, Steph. Hello. If I had a drum roll, I'd have added it then. <laughs> oh, I'm disappointed. I know, right? I could have provided one. I've got a desk in front of well, me. Well, you do it now. Okay, three, two, one. Both do it. Mary Milton. Thank you, I'm very impressed. My girlfriend plays the trumpet. I'm used to fanfares. Oh, oh hang on. Okay. Da, 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 da. Yeah, a bit like that. 
<laughs> right, um, those of you um, who don't ever listen to BCFM <laughs> won't know that it's um, Shout Out's 10th anniversary and broadcasting to the LGBTQ magazine um, uh, people for 10 years. Incredible feat. And um, two of the people that actually were there starting it, Mary Milton and Terry Starr. Yep, our very own Terry. Um, Mary, you were right there at the beginning with Terry. Give me, uh, give me the history of how you got involved. Oh, well, Terry was there right from the very beginning. And I know um, Terry was um, having a bit of trouble getting the show off the ground, weren't you, Terry? Yes, absolutely, yeah. Um, and uh, I suppose, well, as, as I said on Shout Out on Wednesday... A lot of people that were involved at the very beginning, including you and my other half and Martin Spellacy, we shouldn't also forget because he, he anchored the very first pilot. Yes. Um, uh, all, all actually, you all knew each other through Doctor Who fandom, that's, didn't you? That's Back very in, and true, there, actually. And there is a, there's a Doctor Who link here, kind of, because you were all kicking around in the 1980s and, and that is how I knew you. Through well through my other half, and and you'd all gotten together. You know, you'd known each other for many years. So that's true. We yeah, so, we grown uh, up yeah. together. <laughs> so when I thought of a presenter and a sound recordist and engineer, uh, and then I uh, so I thought of of you and Martin, and then and then my other half did. I think he did what's on in the early days, didn't he? He did do. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, can good I old Steve. Can I just bring um, Joggy Memories? I've got the uh, the uh, clip of the very first Outcast. Have you? Gosh. Outburst. <laughs> Outcry. Outlook. Outloud. Outspoken. Outgoing. Outstanding. Outlandish. This is Outcast. Hello and welcome to our very first outing for Outcast, Bristol's first lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender radio project. My name is Marty and I'll be linking you through the next hour, where we will be bringing you a little bit of news, as well as playing you a few records. We also have an edition of our very own alternative soap opera, Paradise Towers, and some listing for the next few weeks ahead for all you dirty stopouts, and a couple of sensational interviews to boot. But before that, let me introduce you to the team, my colleagues on the project, the George, John and Ringo, to my Paul, if you like, Mary, Steve and Terry, the three who rule. Say hello, you fab three. Hello! And now that Jonathan Ross is leaving the BBC, what the heck are we going to do with the piano? So, what's coming up in this edition? Well, we'll be looking back at 2009, the lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender events that shaped the year, and we'll be catching up with the latest news headlines from the gay world. And I'll be finding out about some strange goings-on in a garden in St Werburgh's. Mmm, interesting. OK, <laughs> pussycats, let's go. The incredible. <laughs> it sounded that, so different, didn't it? That, wow. that never saw the light of day, did it? It was never transmitted now. No, it has been no, a few that, times now. <laughs> <laughs> what that was, was our way of trying to convince BCFM that they wanted an LGBT show. Yes, absolutely right. I actually thought it sounded superb. I, I loved hearing that. It did. It sounded, to me, it was very 60s pirate radio type. And the, uh, halfway between that and maybe a, a porn programme. 
Well, so I hear. I've obviously <laughs> never heard one, but no, no, just what we've been told. <laughs> well, that that might be why uh, BCFM didn't say yes right away. <laughs> yeah, to now, to persuade you, a bit of arm twisting. Wasn't yeah, it? Uh, yeah quite a bit speaking. of arm twisting. That that's what you got me for, wasn't it, Terry? Yeah. Well, uh, I think you. I mean, one of the fairy godmothers, so to speak, if he won't object to being called that, of the programme was Daryl Bullock, of course, wasn't he? Because yeah, absolutely. You, you knew Daryl quite well, and you were able to um, speak to him, and he ran an article in Venue, which was um, the listings magazine for Bristol, like Time Out for Bristol, back in the day, ran for many years, uh, and he did the LGBT column, and he he said, uh, why is there no LGBT show on BCFM? And, uh, uh, I told him. And you told him. <laughs> and he printed it. And, um, uh, and I paid for that opened. for years and years and years. <laughs> <laughs> but you succeeded, Mary. That's yeah, the I thing. mean, you have to remember, like, like even 10 years ago, th- things were really different. And there wasn't so much awareness generally of what the what LGBT meant and what that was as, as a community. And I can remember, and I'll only mention it because um, I, I won't mention the lady's name and I've spoken to her loads since and things are very, very different. But I remember you, you and I, Terry, with um, Martin, went to see someone at, at, at BCFM about the possibility of a show. And the lady we spoke to couldn't even bring herself to say the words lesbian or gay would she i think she said you people yeah she did say you people she said dear no she she said we could bring our people oh dear 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 and and that we could play gay music or something it was we all sat there looking at each other wow what what does gay music sound like i I need to get onto that playlist (laughs) yeah we, we did ask that yeah I, think I suggested you mean Tchaikovsky. For I was thinking a little more bark myself. <laughs> it was certainly a little bit barking, Hans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, to be honest, I think if we'd have mentioned trans people at that point, she'd have probably fainted. Yeah, <laughs> and know. going up the scene, you mentioned trans people. It took you quite a while, didn't it, to engage the trans community? Yeah, because I think quite rightly, people were a little bit suspicious of us and our our desire to put people on the radio. You know, it's quite a good big deal to go on the radio, isn't it? And like we were we were very um, we were very keen first off that everybody who appeared used their use their full names because we were asking people to come on the show as guests and do that. And we felt that hiding behind some sort of pseudonym wasn't right for us but actually when we did involve trans people first in the sh- in the show we we changed that and and there were plenty of trans people who appeared on the show who never used their full names and th- that was kind of an acknowledgement that, that things were a little bit different and yeah. and still are i think absolutely i mean the trans community are coming under a, a bit of an attack at the moment but as are the the uh, cutie pock uh, groups the the yeah. queer trans intersex people of color are also taking a hit currently I- I think, I think um, further to what Mary said, I think also, I mean, God bless them because we get on very well with them, but I think at the time some other radio stations such as uh, the BBC didn't have the best relationship with the transgender community in terms of representing them or, or sort of asking questions which weren't silly or, or 
probably asking more than one question. Yeah, does <laughs> yeah. That, does that, I think that's, do you yeah. think that's a fair criticism, Mary? Of, I, I think it totally of, is. The, 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 yeah. the BBC probably had, and, and everybody, to be fair, probably had about three questions they asked trans people, and they weren't really very interested in, in asking anything else. Yeah, and well, it's it's been a fight with BBC Radio Bristol for a long time. I've been knocking on their door for about four years now, but we did manage to get uh, to broadcast Pride for them yeah, um, last year. Yeah. So yeah. Th- things th- are changing. They're yeah. slow, and, but they're moving. And I think actually, to to be fair to everybody, when when we first did a trans story on Shout Out, we did do the the coming out story. But it, it kind of felt like we had to do that and then we didn't do it again. It was sort of, yeah. oh, there it is. We, we've done that. Um, mm. and, and now we're going to do something a little bit more interesting and we're going to talk about some of the other battles. And we're just going to talk about um, trans people as people who have ordinary lives and talk about that, you know, the same way as we talk about anybody else mm. or, or anyone else in the LGBT community. Yeah, I think Shout Out, though, is is still educating the population at large. And um, Saturday Afternoon Live has been a good platform because we've got a different audience, obviously. Um, and um, we do use a lot of LGBTQ um, media to actually go out on this show. Um, after the fight, Mary, of getting um, Shout Out onto uh, BCFM, what came next? Because the the team must have had to put an awful lot of energy into those first shows um, to keep it going. Yeah, and it was difficult because we the slot that we were given initially was a daytime slot, which is a nice slot to have. I mean, a lot a lot of people listen, but in terms of actually getting people on air, you there's got to be people who were available at those times. So I think. Um, you know, presenter-wise, we had to find people that were available at that time, which is how we found Andy, because um, he was available during the days at that point. And also um, a lady called Jane, who was available as well. And they were our kind of two uh, presenters right at the beginning. Mm. But our guests, we had a lot of people whose um, professions were uh, allowing them to come and talk on a show during the day. So we had people who, who came and talked about things that they were doing professionally, as I, as I remember. Um, and we only had half an hour. So I remember poor, um, poor Jane and Andy would, um, would talk faster and faster as it got to the end of the show to try and fit everything in because there was so much we wanted to say and so little time. Can I just play the snippet of the very first shout-out on the Steve Satan show? Yes. Oh, go on. Uh, Shout-out, it's pretty self-explanatory. Here we go. Now for something completely different. And we're going to be joined by Hannah from Sing Out Bristol as our first ever guest on our pink sofa. Excellent. So uh, how's your singing then, Andy? Uh, well, um, yes. Yes? Uh, I don't think I'll be doing it on the radio, let's put it that uh, way. But, so, but I have been known to dabble every now and again. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure Hannah will be uh, giving us a few hits, hints and tips. There we go. The opening of the very first shout-out. <laughs> wow, it's different, isn't it? It is. And the voices is funny, cause, um, and yours as well, Terry, when you were on the first shows. They sound... Obviously, both of you um, and all the presenters' voices have matured. 
So you, you, and what, what is it you? <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> what is it you? What is it you said on? We were recording shout out on Wednesday, and you said something completely hilarious on what the reasons why your voice had changed. Can you remember so what? Ten, you said? I said ten years of sniffing poppers would do that to a boy's throat. Steph. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah. um, Go on, yes, Terry. And uh, yes, yeah, we were in in uh, Steve Satan's show, who's uh, who n- under normal conditions is Monday lunchtime on BCFM, not during the lockdown. But uh, he's always been the platform for new talent on the station. Um, he was there to check we didn't get up to anything too bad, wasn't he? He was, and um, yeah, he's always been very supportive because he came to our fifth birthday and ate chocolate cake down at the Queen Shilling. I think, to <laughs> yeah. So he's always been a sort of another fairy godmother. If somebody with the name Satan can, in fact, be a godmother, I'm not sure. But uh, <laughs> like Daryl, like Daryl, he's an honorary uh, person. Now, Mary, um, moving on slightly, shout out matured. Um, it, we've almost become the voice of Bristol Pride now as well, broadcasting through uh, the wavelengths of uh, BCFM. And last year, 10 stations we managed. Was that very difficult to um, grab all those opportunities like Pride and other outside broadcasts? Um, it was something that people were quite keen for us to do, I think. I mean, initially we, we didn't do it because we, we did think, well, everyone who... Uh, you know, what's the what everyone who might be listening to us will be at Pride, but we quickly realized that that actually wasn't the case, and that there were people who might not be able to go to Pride who might like to hear it. So, um, yeah, grabbing that was it, it was a bit of a no brainer, really, in the end. And Pride were quite supportive in, in letting us do it. Um, so it was just kind of the technical called Wizardry, which BCFM and, and, and Andy and other people at the station helped to sort out being able to do that. And yeah, I think it went, it went really well. It was very exciting the first time we did it. I Just like, this is, work- this is working. We're in the middle of a field and we yeah. set up a radio station. <laughs> I mean, I mean you, you know, I, I have some sort of professionalism in, in sound, but, you know, I'd never done that before. That was great. Yeah, and it has continued, that legacy of shout-out that, that you, Terry, um, and Andy, um, and others uh, put into it, and that energy. And uh, don't forget, it was you trained me up as uh, to take over production. Um, it, it's been nice, actually. One of the nicest things about involved, being involved with shout-out is, like, like, yes, there's still a need for an LGBT show, and that's all fabulous. But isn't it brilliant to see that some of those presenters who've, been through that kind of shout out experience uh, and are now running other shows absolutely you, you yes. know the likes yeah. of steve shepherd who's go, gone off and done his yep. his, uh, his wildlife show and yep. just to hear those lgbt voices on the air airways just doing their own thing yeah yeah and of course you had another show as well didn't you well yeah i i still um I'm occasionally on the real women show real women, with, um, sherry say, yeah. yeah yeah i was yeah. on a couple of weeks ago and i'm doing it next week or the week after i can't remember which now um but yeah it's nice just to be an accepted part of of the broadcasting mm. and to be able to real women is great because actually i talk about a lot of the same things as as we talk about on shout out really it's just bringing that sort of mm. sort of voice to um to other shows mm. Well, we've run out of time, Mary. Thank you so much from everybody at Shout Out for your efforts because, of course, if it wasn't for you, Terry, 
Andy, Jane, Martin Spallese, uh, then there would be no shout out. There well, there wouldn't have be no been one the way it is now, but no, <laughs> I'm sure someone would have done it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you. Great Pleasure. to catch up. Cheers, Mary. See you soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hi, this is Bethany Black, and you're listening to Shout Out Radio. Shout Out. LGBT Radio for you. This is Shout Out News on Thursday, 18th of June. The HIV magazine and the Washington-based human rights campaign are just two of those LGBTQ media that last week noted the sad passing to the ancestral realm of the celebrated African-American gay author and activist Dr Ron Simmons. He was 70 years of age. Dr Simmons was an academic with a keen mind but also a master of the English language. His arguments, essays and articles are eloquent and speak to the whole of LGBTQ experience. Like Larry Kramer, who also passed on recently, Dr Simmons could impact lives with his incisive analysis. He wrote, Black men have been taught for hundreds of years that they are worthless, and yet, despite this, black gay men love each other. His impressive published inventory includes such classics of our community's literature as Some Thoughts on the Challenges Facing Black Gay Intellectuals in the book Brother to Brother, Sexuality, Television and Death, a Black Gay Dialogue on Malcolm X, in the text Malcolm X in Our Own Image, and Baraka's Dilemma, To Be or Not To Be, which was published in Black Men on Race, Gender and Sexuality. At university in Albany, Simmons participated in the anti-Vietnam movement and became involved in the student press with an iconoclastic column called Faggot Tales. Its provocative name concealed a very real manifesto, which he summarised as the silent majority, and I said that includes blacks, homosexuals, prisoners and poor people. That's where I was coming from. Simmons practised the intersectionality that he preached and collaborated with Marlon Riggs on the groundbreaking film celebration of black gay men called Tongues Untied. Monte J. Wolfe of the Brave Soul Collective worked with Dr Simmons and says he believed firmly that the lives of black gay men are valuable and all of his work in HIV and AIDS prevention and outreach in one way or another was an extension of that sacred belief. His legacy is continued in such groups as the Counter Narrative Project that continues to work with black men who love black men. Brian Glover from the project said this, Ron reminds us that a life full of self-love, well lived, is also a revolutionary act. That's the life of the intersectional black, gay and HIV activist Dr Ron Simmons, who is now in the ancestral realm, having passed on last week. Sky News reports that the gun which was used to shoot lesbian journalist Lara McKee during disturbances in Derry last year has been identified. The weapon was found during routine searches in the Ballymagrawty area of Derry, says the BBC News Channel. The police said they hoped the discovery would help them to bring the person who fired the shots to justice. One man, Paul McIntyre, from Canigo Park in Derry, has been charged with Miss McKee's murder but denies the charge. Irish state broadcaster RTE adds that the gun in question has been used in several atrocities perpetrated by the distant Republican faction that calls itself the Real IRA.
Now, it's an important date in the pagan calendar as we come to the festival of Midsummer, or Litha. LGBTQ pagan groups have been sending their greetings for the most important date in the agricultural cycle, and one which has been celebrated for thousands upon thousands of years. What does this symbolise? Well, the pagan shop Goddess and Green Man on Glastonbury High Street explains, This is the peak of the solar year and the sun is at the height of its life-giving power. The earth is awash with fertility and fulfilment, and this is a time of joy and celebration, of expansiveness and the celebration of achievements. Yet, within the climax is the whisper and promise of a return to the dark. As the light reaches its peak, so this is also the moment when the power of the sun begins to wane. And from now on, the days grow shorter and the nights grow longer, and we are drawn back into the dark to complete our Wheel of the Year. However you celebrate this time of year, we wish you good social distancing and safety in this most unique of years. And finally, we are delighted this week to start airing on fellow LGBT media project We Are Now on Trans Radio UK. Founded in February 2018 by experienced DJ Lucy Clark, the station has grown exponentially to become a round-the-clock broadcaster. But it has never lost sight of its roots and today still interacts with its loyal audience and live shows through the daytime and evening, chatroom functions and a regular presence at Pride events. Terry Starr, who wrote the original proposal for Shout Out in 2009, said what really inspires me are those aspects of the media that are grassroots, changing perceptions and serving their communities. It might be the Jewish Chronicle newspaper founded way back in 1841, or Gay Times founded in 1972, or the hundred of pirate radio stations in the New York tri-state area which serve Creole, Haitian and other minority communities. Trans Radio is in the very best of these traditions. I listen regularly with my favourite programmes being Ruby Fury's gothic and punk shows and the Scar and Reggae shows with Tara Thomas. But there are a whole host of music and speech-based programmes on Trans Radio. We are so pleased to welcome them to the brilliant family of media projects that work with Shout Out to benefit all of LGBTQ plus people. For these news stories and more, you can always check out our website, at shoutoutradio.lgbt. For Shoutout News, this has been Hans Peregrine and Terry Starr. Shoutout News, national and international LGBT news for you. Shoutout. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Lara, you've been uh, hey. you've been quite a close member um, of the team for a while now. Can you remember your first day? Yeah, I actually can. I don't know whether it was the same one, but like um, I remember one of the first times I came, and I was I went straight into doing like the extra bits, which was really cool because um, I I had never done it before and. It was lovely, and I remember Ella because Ella brought me there. Was just like, oh, you got a face for radio. <laughs> I remember that. Time. I was like, oh my god! And I knew right then and there, like you were my people. So yeah. <laughs> I've been here ever since. Can you remember your favourite bit? What stands out uh, since you've been broadcasting with the team? Basically, just when I'm interviewing people um, with my co-presenters, it's just so great to find out about something you just did not know. I remember when um, Antonia Foster came in um, and talked about the 
like hermaphrodites within species and like different matriarchal species and things like that I was just mm. I was blown away and it's like really nice that this is a mechanism where you can really learn about yourself and about your queer identity and I think that's what is so powerful about Shout Out like it has something for each of them and especially everyone and um, I think also that w- bringing Kiki to Shout Out has been really uh, a proud moment for me because um, it's just enabling me to reach out to more of my community I feel hope um, eventually because it's so important to, to hear people that represent you yeah I think that's the good thing about Shout Out yeah um, Shout Out definitely gives voice to minority Mm. groups even within the minority group of the LGBTQ community I remember as well when you're doing Pride Mm -hmm. uh, last year you were overjoyed weren't you Mm -hmm. who was it you were screaming about having your photograph with so like okay so I don't know anyone (laughs) my age well I do I hope people my age know but Murder on a Dance Floor was such a banger back in the um, when I was younger and I met Sophie Ellis Baxter and I was just like I was just I don't know it was insane yeah I just didn't think I'd meet someone that I'd dance to like that was my little pop self and I was like eight or nine I don't know but yeah it was it was great I, I that's why I loved it it was pride has always been a special part um in my heart especially now doing it with shout out one of my favorite all-time prides has been because of shout out um mm. so yeah I'm really proud of my myself and shout out for all the work that they do because it's been yeah. it's been such a amazing ride well, you do an awful lot of work, don't you, for the um, the Cutie Pot community um, through Kiki, um, which is then voiced on Shout Out. Mm. Do you think that we do enough um, as an LGBTQ community for the, the BAME communities? We as in people or we as in Shout Out? As in Shout Out and BCFM. I think there's always room for improvement. Um, I'm I, but I think do we do enough? I think it's quite hard to quantify enough. I think it's giving a voice and a platform to such groups like myself and the ones I've seen you like youth groups is amazing. Um, but like it's just always about continuing that conversation and making sure it's all at the forefront, which shout out do do. Um, but yeah, like I think the shout out strive to do enough, and they do. Like they understand and they listen to my voice, which is the most important thing. Um, And they're all allies um, and they want me to express myself as a black queer person, which is so powerful um, when you don't feel like you've ever really been seen. So it was nice. Like everyone has places to grow, but like it's nice to grow with someone um, or something like shout out. Mm. Now, changing from the serious to the the <laughs> stupid and the ridiculous, what was the mm-hmm. the funniest moment in um, your tenure at uh, Shout Out? Not gonna lie, it's like sometimes when I break into accents with um, Hans, <laughs> yeah. I just I think some of my funnest moments have been when Hans has been there um, and just making me laugh and doing like fu- like different accents, and mm. it's just so nice to be around their energy. Mm. So I think, and like everyone's energy, and I think it's really positive when they're, they're in the room. So I really like, 
I think some of my funniest moments have been with with hands and you lot. Yeah, she does bring a, a spark to the uh, the show, doesn't oh, she? Oh, she yeah. brings a certain <laughs> fabulousness that I could never, I could never quite quantify. <laughs> yeah, she brings the glitter into the studio. <laughs> honestly, honestly, she never fails to put a smile on my face, which is really yeah. annoying um, <laughs> for someone that doesn't like to use their smiling muscles very much all the time. She definitely puts me, yeah, in that happy mood. So. I, it's just that it's nice that the shout team continues to grow in that way because um mm. yeah you don't meet i wouldn't have met half the people i have without it so mm. pretty cool that's nice to know and let's hope you stay with shout out for a lot longer lara it's been a I'll pleasure be 80 and you'll be dragging me out of <laughs> the studio you're like lara enough i'm like it's never enough you can never be queer enough that's very true very true <laughs> lara thank you enough. so much thank you my pleasure it's so odd how many people come on to shout out as guests and we entrap them and they stay forever hands (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what happened with you isn't it yes it is i um over a year ago came to shout out um on behalf of uh, the hope project uh, that's part of second step and i did an interview with you for a whole 14 minutes and uh, 14 plus months later i'm still there what made you feel that that this is was for you um, well, I've always been interested in radio and television. So when I was asked to do the show, I was uh, incredibly nervous, but very excited. Um, and I nearly didn't make it, actually. I nearly didn't get there at all um, through nerves, um, my lack of uh, geographical knowledge of Bristol and my confusion with bus times. Yeah, it nearly never happened. But um, I wanted to be a part of uh, of something uh, like Shout Out. Well, I was given the opportunity to do so. And also, I was very lonely when I moved to Bristol. So when meeting the, the Shout Out team, um, having a really good experience and then being invited to stay, um, I realised it was um, going to be a very special experience for me and an opportunity to make some very good friends. And you're now part of the news team with with Terry. You, after 14 months are you still enjoying it as much as when you first joined yeah I love being part of the news um, Terry has a, a real vast knowledge and understanding of um, both uh, historical um, events and current events so it's um, it's always wonderful to be a part of that with him um, I don't actually put the news together but I thoroughly enjoy reading it hands Thank you for being part of the team. Oh, thank you for having me. So continuing our kind of like foray into talking to um, shout-out crew past and present, uh, very much present still, um, but another Andy other than myself is a lovely Andy Hull. Hello, mate. Hello. Uh, now, you, you're, I, I say, I say. do you remember when you joined? You, you're quite a recent addition to the team, though probably one of the people who's known about shout-out the longest, having been probably the only person I know of who has, not ever missed listening to a show since day one correct me if I'm wrong uh yes that's correct I have listened since the very first broadcast in 2010 um and I joined about 18 months ago but I was actually interviewed uh for the first time on the show I think about 2013 2014 as part of Out Stories Bristol that's right wanted to come along and have a have a listen and have a watch of how it was done so I could learn a bit more about radio but you were actually part of other shows before shout out weren't you 
Uh, yes, I was I was involved um, on other BCFM shows um, on su- uh, Sunday brunch and doing bits for the Back in the Day show at one point, and I sort of wanted to come and learn from Shoutout some techniques because Shoutout's got some really bro- good broadcast techniques. So it was like, right, let's come along and see how other people do it, so I could learn from it. If you had to pick one best memory, what would you pick? I I think it's got to be probably about um, February or March last year, so yeah. twenty nineteen. Um, and it was an interview that happened uh, with Hans Peregrine oh, and right, yeah. uh, it was talking about uh, dinosaurs and uh, oh, no. I, th- Do I know where this was... is going to go <laughs> well I, I just thought it was it was one of those moments where we'd, we'd had a very com- serious conversation about something and then it just went completely off the wall and completely in the other direction and yes. it was like Dun- dinosaur erotica was it not <laughs> it was yes but I just thought it was a great way of sort of saying well we can we can go from one extreme to the other and be True. do really good broadcast <laughs> and also be, to bring a bit of life and a bit of fun into it as well but, but you said that one of the reasons you joined was to pick up things um, from Shout Out. What, what kind of what kind of skills do you think it's you know given you being part of the team? Um, it's it's given me part of sort of those skills to be able to interact with people in interviews um, better, and also to learn about how radio is produced because you are sort of when you're doing other shows quite often you're with people who maybe have much more experience and sort of learning how to run a desk and learning all the things about how a radio show is sort of put together, you can get so much more by looking at what other people do and being able to learn from that experience. Cool. Cool. Well, listen, mate, it's lovely having you part of the team. Thank you. Um, um, for for those that don't know, Andy does 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 uh, he's there most shows, even if you don't hear him, and uh, you, you do a lot behind the scenes too to help yeah. out. So, um, big thank you for your help over the years, mate. That's okay. It's lovely so, to be with the team. There you go, um, Andy Hole, everyone. Hi, I'm Heather Small, and you're listening to Shout Out. Shout Out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Waterloo by by Abba there. Oh no, that was by me. Well, it was for you. You know, I know. I know you like a bit of Abba, so it's amazing the way they've stood the test of time, really, isn't it, Abba? I mean, they're still loved to death even today. Those tracks. Um, and the, I don't know mm. when Waterloo was. It must be in the seventies, surely. Nineteen seventy-four. Nineteen seventy-four. What the battle of Waterloo? I thought it was before <laughs> that. Eighteen <laughs> fifty. <laughs> I knew you'd have the date, Terry. You never disappoint. <laughs> Abba, yes, we all love Abba. Mm. Yeah, maybe. maybe. We all love Abba. Exactly. <laughs> that's the thing that you've decided. But do you not like Lots. Abba then, Lara? I mean, they are okay. They have have you seen the stage a... show? Have you seen Have you seen Mamma Mia on the stage? Of course, I've seen Mamma Mia. I love Mamma Mia. Oh, I just don't love Abba. I'm, I oh, would sound the same. Mamma Mia. Why would you go see Mamma Mia if you don't like Abba? Because it's the whole thing. It's the song, the dance, the acting. Yes, acting like it brings well, it all together. Acting's well. a loose term for that movie, but yes, yeah. Some well, no, I'm on about the stage show. I mean, the, the of stage show is, is out this world. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, and it's quite different to the movie. It's it's just mm. you're more involved with it because you're there. Yes, the it's, it's 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 theatre, darling. Yeah, yeah. Theater, darling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, can sound more gay for try, my love. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Wow, <laughs> you're gay. And oh, no, and me mother day. to have you back. <laughs> oh, I never left. <laughs> Is she a lesbian or a thespian? <laughs> I'm everything, darling. I'm everything. Yeah, darling, I'm both. <laughs> I'm both. I'm everything. I embody everything. Oh dear, I don't know. You lot, you make me laugh. So, but then it's our it's our birthday. We're allowed to celebrate. So exactly. Um, yeah. uh, ten ten years of LGBT radio. I still can't believe it's been ten years. It's. No, uh, oh, I had hair when we started. That's totally exactly. Lara's fault. That one. See, but that you can't even there. imagine what that's like. No, Ooh. I can't. <laughs> that's I a forgot. long time ago. Oh, to be honest, time. Andy, um, I, I feel you're at the, you, you've got the better deal at the moment. My hair is just growing and growing and growing. I won't be able to see soon, and the hairdressers aren't opening till July the fourth at the I earliest. Lend you some clippers, and you can join me in the. Oh, I've got some, and they're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite simple, but. The, Lots of us do it. Just well, I may uh, you know. look more Sinead O'Connor than Justin yeah, Bieber next week. I would come out bold. <laughs> I just keep shaving and shaving and shaving and then realise, oh, no. Andy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's it for another week. Uh, we do hope you've been enjoying our uh, celebrating of 10 years of LGBT plus uh, radio that we make especially for you. The fun continues next week when we catch up with our contributors. But in the meantime, there's loads more coming on our podcast feeds and website. Uh, if you want to check it out, shout out radio.lgbt. Uh, but till uh, next week, from myself, Andy, Terry, Steph, Hans and the lovely Lara, say bye-bye, everyone. Bye! Such fun. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you.